Hey, thanks for joining us at Connection Point Church. You know, we would love for you to stay connected and a simple way for you to do that is to subscribe so that each week you can get notified when new content goes live. We'd also love to keep in touch with you throughout the week and the best way to do this is through our Connection Point Facebook page. Now with all that being said, let's go to this week's message from one of our pastors, Shelly Maddox. Hi, good morning and happy Mother's Day. I want to say happy Mother's Day to our young moms who are doing an amazing job with their little ones. We see you. uh, We feel for you. This is a challenging time. I also think about the mothers who have already passed. Um, So I encourage you to take some time today to reflect on your mother, if your mother has already passed on. And my heart goes out to all of our women who are still waiting for the Lord to answer that prayer of motherhood in their life. And so there's lots of things to think about today, but we want to be encouraged in the Lord and in His timing. And so I just want to say Happy Mother's Day. Um, We're thinking about all of you today. As I prayed about what I wanted to um, talk about today, it just felt like the Lord was bringing just kind of the same theme um, to my heart, and it is the theme of abiding. I feel like Zach and I talk so much about abiding, and that's because it's just so vital to a life to live out in Christ. Um, But this time, I was really feeling like we needed to do something different. We we know about abiding. Uh, We know pretty much how to abide. Maybe there's some new ways that we want to add to our abiding time, but I want us us to be steadfast in our abiding time. And that's going to kind of play out through this message today. I'm going to give several scripture passages. Maybe one or two will stand out to you. So I want to encourage you to grab a pen and paper or grab your phone or whatever you want to use to take notes, because I really feel like We need to have some positive takeaway from how we can move on from this. Um, What I was thinking about is, you know, Jesus says, don't be afraid and fear not, and I will be with you always. But what do you do when always doesn't feel like always? And I think right now in quarantine life and in shelter in place and in isolation, Sometimes we can feel like Jesus is distant when actually Jesus has never been closer to us. Um, I remember when we were living in Sudan, Sudan was an interesting time for me because we were so busy and I was a teacher before and then we were itinerating and traveling before and then when we got to Sudan, we were in language school so I was with Zach every day and And then he went to the school, and I was at home with Nate. And that was the first time in my adult life where I really felt isolated. I didn't have anywhere to go. I didn't have a social calendar. I would try to meet with different people, but my Arabic was so limited. I just remember feeling very isolated. And it's in times of isolation where sometimes the loudest voice you hear are the voices inside of you. And then you can get into an area where you're saying a lot of if-thens. Well, if it was going to be this way, then I should have had this. Or if, it was, if, I, sh- if I would have known it was going to be like this, I would have done this instead. And that's a really dangerous place to be because if we can quiet ourselves and be steadfast, to be resolved that we are going to meet with the Lord, 
then the Lord's voice is the voice that we're hearing. And it's the Lord's voice that we're allowed to follow. And so my heart goes out to everyone right now during this time because it can be tricky. And I want us to walk away today knowing we can meet with the Lord. And to our moms, this is a crazy time. We've probably never spent so much time with our children. And this is to moms and dads. We need to be able to know we can meet with the Lord so that we have something to give. May we set aside a time to be filled by the Holy Spirit and with the Lord so that we have something to give throughout the day. Um, when I was in Sudan, I felt like it was as if God put a mirror in front of me and said, take a look at yourself and what do you see? And that's the thought that's come to my mind for all of us. It's as if the Lord has given us a mirror and has said, take a look at yourself. What do you see? Are you really living a life that you say you live? Are you, are you really living in the joy of the Lord? And I'm not sure where you find yourself today, but I hope that after this, we feel like we can live a steadfast life in the Lord. God wants to meet us in this crisis, and he wants to be near us. I want to look at John 15 this morning. John 15 is such an encouraging passage of scripture about abiding and abiding in the vine. And if you just think about that from just a normal standpoint, the vine that is attached to the other vines and to the root, it's going to bear fruit. And if that can happen in, in just a normal nature, and that's what the Lord says can happen in us, and that's what we need to strive for. So I want to look at John 15, and I want to look at verses 7 through 11. If you abide in me, and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. By this my Father is glorified, that you bear much fruit, and so prove to be my disciples. As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. These things I have spoken to you, that my joy may be in you, and that your joy may be full. God, I just ask right now that you would just speak to us in this moment. Speak through your word, Lord. Speak through me that we may spend time with you, that we may be steadfast in our efforts to spend time with you, and that our lives may bear fruit, and that we may have joy. We thank you for that in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So looking at John 15, um, we can kind of make a checklist on how we can live and how God wants to live with us, and then what is the response like, what kind of intentionality can we expect if we're just living off of these verses? So I want to start with, with a thought. We can be steadfast in our abiding. So I was thinking about steadfast, and if you actually look at the meaning, it says fixed in place. Other words that go along with steadfast were resolutely, unwavering, constant, single-minded, and relentless. I love relentless. Um, but do any of those words describe our faith and how we feel like we live our daily lives? 
can we say those words about our abiding time? Zach and I have talked a lot about abiding. It's vital to faith and it's vital to our knowledge of who God is and how closely God wants to walk with us. And I think that's the part we forget, that God wants to walk with us in our daily life. It's so important. Uh, We talk about things, we share truth, we talk about things that we feel like the Lord is placing on our hearts, but if I'm honest, sometimes it feels like we're saying things and it comes across as maybe a good suggestion or maybe optional. But today, I really want to make it very clear to everyone that calls Connection Point home, abiding is not optional. It's just not. It's not something that we encourage. It's not something that we suggest. It's something that we need to say, this needs to be steadfast in our lives. We need to abide, and we need to be unwavering in our abiding. We need to be relentless in our abiding. And I'm not talking about just maybe a few minutes of the day, although that's important. But throughout the day, when frustration arises, what should we do? And I had this moment yesterday. There was definitely a moment yesterday in yard work where I was really frustrated and I didn't do the right thing. I didn't stop and say, hey, okay, I need to just have some time alone with the Lord and allow the Lord to renew my mind. And I should have done that, but it was so quick in my mind and I was grateful for that. I was grateful for the Lord to point out, hey, you kind of blew it there. What should you have done? Let's do better next time. But that takes effort on my part to daily say, God, I want to do this. I want to be resolute in my abiding. How we abide is optional. We can read scripture. We can journal. We can sing songs. We can worship. We can sing scripture. We can read devotionals. How we abide is optional. But abiding is not optional. So I want us to hold on to that today, maybe differently than we have before. I want us to be steadfast. I want our abiding to be fixed in place. I want that to be a consistent thing because it is the avenue of knowing God in our daily lives. And I feel like right now, more than ever, we need that. I I searched scripture because I really believe scripture is our guide. And so I'm going to share several scriptures with you. And there might be one, there may be two, that you really feel like you want to hold on to. You want to write it down. You may, you may want to post it, put it on a post-it note somewhere, because it can be the thing that you lean on. And so I'm going to start with 2 Peter 1, 5 through 7. For this very reason, make every effort to supplement your faith with virtue and virtue with knowledge and knowledge with self-control and self-control with steadfastness and steadfastness with godliness and godliness with brotherly affection and brotherly affection with love. Another great verse, 2 Peter 3.17 tells us, You therefore, beloved, knowing this beforehand, take care that you are not carried away with the error of lawless people and lose your own stability, but grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. 
as we abide, we will grow in the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. Another great verse to stand on is Ephesians 4, 14. So that we may no longer be children tossed to and fro by the waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine, by human cunning, by craftiness and deceitful schemes, rather speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up in every way into him who is the head, into Christ, from whom the whole body joined and held together by every joint with which it is equipped, when each part is working properly, makes the body grow so that it builds each other up in love. Another great one is Romans 5, 3 through 5. Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through the Lord Jesus Christ. Through him, we have also obtained access by faith into this grace in which we stand, and we rejoice in hope and the glory of God. Not only that, But we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope, and hope does not put us to shame, because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. Isaiah 26, 3 through 4, it says, Keep your heart in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on him. Because he trusts in you. Trust in the Lord forever. For the Lord God is an everlasting rock. I know that during this unstable time, we need to find that God is our rock. He is that firm foundation that provides stability. And I know that this is a time when stress is high. When finances matter. When jobs are ending. Unemployment is on the rise. We're with our children so much. We're with people so much. I was thinking about this as well. Sometimes it was nice to just get in the car and travel from home to work. It was kind of a space of solitude. Or after work, get in the car and drive home. It was a space of solitude. And sometimes right now, it's hard to just find a moment alone. But we need to do that. We need to carve out time of intentionality to be alone with the Lord and find that stability that that, that time provides. I want to look at Psalms 112, 6 and 7. For he is not afraid of bad news. His heart is firm, trusting in the Lord. His heart is steady. He will not be afraid until he looks in triumph over his adversaries. He has distributed freely, but he has given to the poor his righteousness endures forever. 50, Psalm 57, 7 through 10. I love this. My heart is steadfast, O God. My heart is steadfast. I will sing and make melody. Awake, my glory. Awake, O harp and lyre. I will awake the dawn. I will give thanks to you, O Lord, among the people. I will sing praises to you among the nations. For your steadfast love is great to the heavens, your faithfulness to the clouds. Zach and I have really been sitting a lot in Acts during this time. Our hearts are just so excited about what God wants to do during this time of gathering, gathering in small groups. We love the, the large gathering of all of us and the joy and the excitement that brings. But we also find such treasure 
and gathering in small groups of people and being aware that God is present there too. And God is present in a special way when we are able to gather in smaller groups of people. And so with that in mind, we've been reading through Acts and loving what the Lord shows us through that time. Acts 2, 42 um, and through 47, it says, And they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to the fellowship and to the breaking of bread and the prayers. And that part alone is so encouraging. They devoted themselves. That to me says they were abiding. They were steadfast. They were relentless to know and to hear from the Lord for direction and for the day. And the result was awe came upon every soul and many wonders and signs were being done through the apostles and all who believed were together and had all things in common and they were selling their possessions and belongings and distributing the proceeds to all and as as any had need and day by day attending the temple together and breaking bread in their homes they received their food with glad and generous hearts praising God and having favor with all people and the Lord added to their number day by day those who were being saved. When will you set aside your time to meet with Jesus? I think that we will become steadfast in this point to abide and to live with expectation of what God wants to do. Uh, My second thought is that we can be disciples as we make disciples. Um, The greatest gift to humanity is the gift that keeps on giving. We all know this. Um, And we love it. Uh, But God designed his love to be just that, the gift that keeps on giving. God designed us to desire love. He designed us to have his love first and then love for others. God designed us to want more, more of God, more of himself, more of his kingdom in our lives. God designed us to bring others into this knowledge, and that is discipleship. I know it's easy for people to want to say to someone like me, you know, a minister that, you know, well, there's a lot more to life than, you know, God and abiding. And I would argue that there really isn't a life apart from God and abiding because it's through that that you have clarity on what God has given. God is our creator. And for me, I just want to say, how could your life be more full? more clear, more intentional, more at peace with a heart that is fixed on Jesus. He is the creator of all things. He's the provider of all things. And when we abide with him, then we're allowed to look at things with his perspective. And that's how he designed us. We can bear fruit, and that fruit is disciples As we truly commit ourselves to really abide and remain in his love, we will bear fruit in the fruit of disciples. That to me is the gift that keeps on giving. It is the continual gift of eternal life. And that should give us peace to know that our God loves us so much that he gives us eternal life with him. As we share the story of Jesus, as we give to the poor and care for the needy and care for the orphans and the widows, then we are becoming whole by loving others. And Jesus is the one that helps us do this. How can we love others this week? 
And what message can you share with others this week as you abide? I just feel like we can be encouraged by what the Lord wants to do in us and through us, through our abiding times. My last thought is that steadfast abiding leads to fullness of joy. We want joy. And at the end of the day, that's really what we're longing for. Because with joy, we feel happier. We have excitement. We feel like we have something to give to others. We want to be around others when we're joyful, right? So I look at Lamentations 3, 22 to 26. But this I call to mind, and therefore I have hope. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I will hope in him. The Lord is good to those who wait for him, to the soul who seeks him. It is good that one should wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. So back to my original question. Jesus says, do not fear, do not be anxious about anything. I am with you always. Then why doesn't it feel that way? Why does it always feel like always? And I think that's because of a key scripture verse in James. It points out that as we draw near to the Lord, then the Lord draws near to us. The Lord is always present. But as we incline our heart, our thoughts, our intentions on him, then we are more aware of his nearness in our lives. And that is the beauty of abiding. And there's no greater gift that Zach and I feel like we could give to anyone except that you can know God, that you can know his nearness. It is the answer that our souls long for. And so I want us to um, just wrap up today with a thought that we can abide. And as you abide, I just want to give one word of caution. You know, sometimes we, we may want to reach for a devotional, and I love devotionals. We have plenty in our home. In fact, we've written a few. But a devotional is our reflection of what God is saying to us. But don't forsake God's word. Don't forsake the Bible. We need to lean on scripture because it is our hope, our truth, our rock. It is what we can count on. And so I want to encourage you to either think on some of these scriptures that I've shared with you today, or maybe there are others, but let's really lean on God's word. But with that, I also want to share a little bit of a devotional. It's actually a free download Um, Zach, I think, is going to share that in the comment section because um, a super author that I have come to appreciate so much, her name is Alicia Britt Scholey. A friend shared this with me this week, and I just loved it. It's actually a reflection guide through COVID-19. It's just a, a quiet way to contemplate what you're feeling, what you're thinking, and how you are processing the results of COVID-19. So I encourage you to click on that, um, take some time to walk through that. You might be surprised at how you're really feeling and allow the Lord to meet you in that space. Remember, draw near to the Lord. 
and he will draw near to you. And we can be encouraged today. To the moms that are watching today, I pray that you will abide, that you will find a creative way to set aside some time to be filled with the truth and the knowledge of the Lord. We need it. And as he fills us, then we have something else to give. To all the dads out there, I hope you'll do this as well. And for today, I pray that you would encourage your wife, encourage a mom, encourage a sister to set aside some time to spend that time with the Lord. I want to close us in prayer. And as we pray, I want you to think about this, and I want you to think about how you're going to make this happen. Lord, I just pray that we would put action to our thoughts, that you would help us to be steadfast, to be fixed on spending time with you, to be relentless about spending time with you, and not just for five minutes, not just for 10 minutes, but throughout the day and in the heat of a battle, I pray we would stop, we would collect ourselves, and we would say, I need to spend some time with the Lord. I need to reflect on scripture. I need to have a firm foundation on which I stand because it is available to me. Lord, help us to not continue to live as if we do not have access to a firm foundation. And when we feel our feet literally shifting in the sand, help us to step back on the rock that you have provided for us. Help us to encourage each other in this. When we see a friend that seems like they're slipping through the sand, help us to reach out, grab their hand and say, step back on the rock. We have a firm foundation. We can stand firm during this time of instability because this world is not stable, but your kingdom is stable. And that is our home. That is our treasure. As we abide, help us to feel that we serve a king who is all-knowing and he's all-wise. And he provides the rock on which we stand. He lays the path. He lays the sidewalk. And that is where we walk, step by step, bit by bit. So God, draw us into a secret place with you today. Help us to abide in you. Help us to feel that sense of stability that we so long for. And Lord, I just ask if anybody is watching today and they don't know you, that they haven't asked you to be their Lord and Savior, that close friend, I pray that they would simply ask right now, Jesus, can I know you? Would you be my friend? Would you be this source of strength that Shelly's talking about? Help me to know that today. We lift up each other during this time. Jesus is with us. And I pray, Jesus, that you would show yourself so real and near during this unique time. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.